I'm Izzy, and my guest today is super, super dope. Uh, someone from Milwaukee that's doing great things and just a dope dude. And someone that really, like, from an outsider's perspective, when you look at his brand, you think, okay, whoever's coming up with these ideas and these collaborations, definitely from the coast, uh, but Milwaukee, he lives. So, Estevan, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. I'm super excited to get into your story, everything like that. And for the people that don't know, like, about Lost Files and everything that you've been able to touch in this short amount of time, uh, do you want to give an intro as to who you are and what you do? Yeah, I can. Well, I'm like you said, I'm from, I live in Milwaukee now. Uh, I'm going to school my senior year of college. Uh, I'll be graduating with my marketing degree in December. So I really don't think there's there's much to say about me. It's more about uh, the brand. Uh, Lost Files has came a long way. Wait, wait, and- wait, 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 wait. You're being way too Midwest right now. You just <laughs> said, all right, so like for the people that like know Lost Files, like they've r- rode with you for a bit now. And for sure. you, you've built something, but you just said yeah. something. You're in college, bro. Right. You yeah. built this I, in college. Yeah. I, I, I overlooked that quite a bit <laughs> to say the least, but well, neither feel like something I'm doing like full time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like now mm-hmm. it feels like more, I'm like super focused on lost files. So I guess school, like full-time school kind of takes the backseat. But, like, you know, I'm able to manage both pretty well. Uh, well, I think maybe the others don't. But, um, I, yeah, I don't feel like one is, like, super form, like, weighing on me heavy than the other. You know, obviously, Lost Files is super important, but I guess I'm a semester away from graduating. So I, that's somewhat important, too. You know what I mean? That's awesome. UWM, correct? Yeah, UWM. Okay, nice. That's awesome. So I got to ask. Where'd the inspiration from the name for the name come from? Um, it was originally supposed to be uh, the archives or archives actually, but okay. uh, I did some research and I, that was taken like in, you know, a few different words after it or something like that, but archives was taken. So I moved on to lost files. I didn't want it to be too long, too wordy, but lost files works. Uh, I really wanted the logo to be simple. So I think, just the L and the F work really good. And that was like the main thing was as long as the logo could be simple, then I was cool with, you know, kind of whatever. So you've built this community of people that, like I said before, just ride with you. So yeah, uh, we've chatted a few times in person and just like, I, I feel this like almost just gratefulness coming from you that I don't hear from or feel from a lot of people in your position. So where does that, where does that actually like stem from? Man, it's like, it's felt like the people have been there like the whole time since the first release. Like it was a, a really supportive group of people who were buying the shorts and it felt like they've like stuck with the brand the whole time. Like uh, just for every collection they're, the support has been there. There's never been like anyone talking bad about the brand or anything like that. So to have that, it's crazy. You know, like I know a lot of brands that start 
don't have that. So obviously I'm super appreciative of appreciative that of that. I, I think where you your brand and Lost Files really stood out for me was once I actually had it in hand, right? Like I can go out and most people can go out, order some shorts online that they see on um, viral video or uh, right. their favorite influencer wearing. And then when they get there, the quality is crap. Mm-hmm. But the first time I ordered your shorts, I received them and I was like, oh crap, this is like, I'm getting what I'm paying for, but then also not paying $70 for a pair of shitty shorts at the end. Of the right. Day. Yeah. Like uh, quality was one of the main things I wanted to, you know, to, be always on point with you know what I mean like uh you know other things can change but like as long as the quality is always there you know I feel like people like there you can't you can't doubt it almost you know what I mean right exactly so where did this uh like obviously where the brand sits today you are very much known for the shorts but as the brand starts to evolve and everything like that before we get too much into that where did the short like why shorts to launch um like i had honestly it was just because like i was overwhelmed with the amount of shirts i had with (laughs) like minimal shorts to wear with them you know what i mean like you know everyone has black shorts but like i I wanted different colors i wanted maroon Mm -hmm. i wanted like a a super off white uh color teal stuff like that you know what i mean didn't see too many people like wearing or even having any crazy color shorts or crazy design shorts, you know, like graphic shorts weren't too, too big. So I wanted to do something kind of like that. As we sit today, we're recording on a Wednesday. You got a drop tomorrow, um, a very important drop tomorrow. So you've had people like Jazz Chisholm that plays for the Marlins, hopefully my White Sox before the end of the trade deadline, but we won't talk about that. Um, so basically, you've had big people wear them. You've had collaborations now. Like where, where does the brand sit today and how, like looking back on it all, how crazy has it been? Man, it, it's nuts, man. Like I, I try to take time, like if not once a day, at least once a week to like fully understand how far the brand has come and like just really appreciate how how things have kind of progressed for the brand you know like it doesn't it doesn't happen it's not something that happens frequently you know like it's kind of crazy so I really take time to appreciate like how far it's come uh what it's grown into and like I really do even appreciate how far I think I still can take it like there's still so much room to grow and like there's opportunities there for the brand to grow still. And it's it's like awesome. So Coderoy, like you're for all intentive purposes, for the sake of this conversation, how do you approach a brand to do something like what you're, you're doing? Man. uh, I didn't even have at when I first emailed the people at Coderoy, I didn't even have a sample of shorts in yet at that time. I, this was like, I was kind of ready to give up on it. Like, yeah. uh, you know, just, I was literally just finding emails and emailing people. I mean, I emailed the people from the Goosebumps book and they actually got back to me, but with a crazy number that I couldn't pay at the time. But yeah. looking back at it, I probably should have just tried to find the money because it was a really good deal. 
but you know like i literally was emailing people at maybe three four in the morning um and corduroy happened to get back to me as well with a pretty good number um and then we signed the contracts and i was like okay so i i do have to make this brand because like at the time nothing was in place like this was just an idea still even at that point yeah so it kind of unfolded uh pretty fast and pretty crazy and like yeah at the time i like i had intentions of starting the brand but like that made it pretty set in stone that i had to go through with it at least for the sake of the contract right 100 percent. yeah so let me ask you this like to go back on the college thing are you the type of entrepreneur that is very much like just trying stuff and failing and trying stuff and failing or are you taking more of a tactical approach to every situation like a corduroy or uh, right. anything else you do have coming up uh, I feel like I fail quite a bit it's just like um like I'm not massively failing at stuff like all the time right. you know what I mean but I like I fail a bunch you know so but i'm i'm not i'm not really afraid of failing so it doesn't really bother me you know what i mean like i that's why i'm got what you know i was able to build boss files to what it is right now is because i failed a few times and also like you said tactically uh watched other brands and not even other brands anything could be like apple google just watch how they do things you know and it could be it doesn't have to be in clothing it could be uh, like marketing, whatever it may be, um, how they approach social situations, things like that. So kind of a combination of both. I got to ask, like, when you said to your parents, like, I think I'm going to start this shorts brand while I'm in college. Were they open to it? Or like, at least like supportive at that point? I I really didn't even tell them. I didn't no, even, just no, it. didn't even mention it because it's, too much to explain to them they probably <laughs> wouldn't get it so we just had boxes of like 10 to 20 bunch of boxes of clothes coming to the house and i just kept bringing them to my house really not even <laughs> i just told them those shoes you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah didn't get into it too much until it got crazy and like i had to like it wouldn't fit at my apartment anymore so i was like okay i need need somewhere else to keep all this stuff and ship it out and whatnot so yeah then i kind of got into it damn so you had already been making money off this brand, uh, whether you were at profitable or not. Like you were right. selling shorts and everything like that, and you still hadn't even told your parents or just like I'm. I'm guessing the people surrounding you, like your homies and everything like that, were somewhat supportive. But like from a going home and like parents are like, "Hey, what are you up to?" You were just right. like, yeah. "Nothing." Yeah, yeah. I kind of just like if they ever asked, it was uh, you know I'm. Cause I was uh, like selling shoes before that, you know, I was yeah. selling, selling shoes, selling shorts, like not getting into me telling them I had my own brand and <laughs> it was selling out, you know, <laughs> I just didn't want to get into it. It's way too much to explain. What do they think now? Uh, they're, they're amazed at what it's turned into and you know, the things that uh, it's brought. Yeah. It, do you it, have a it, history it, of entrepreneurship in the family? Uh, no. Uh, no, in the family, I would say no. Damn. So you're just whatever. Let's let's run. Let's chase this dream. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was yeah, no no experience in uh entrepreneurship, clothing, manufacturing, advertising, marketing, any of that stuff, you know. Kind of just doing my own thing. 
Let me ask you this. Uh, not to get, obviously, in tr- you in trouble with UWM or anything like that, but, like, have you felt like in this journey building lost files, you've maybe learned a lot more than you did with the degree or were they like almost parallel paths where you were in the same class where you were actually dealing, dealing with it after getting out of class with lost files? Right. Yeah. Um, for some things, you know, that, uh, some things help, but honestly, uh, quite a bit of the stuff doesn't like, um, doesn't really help too much, Mm -hmm. but maybe if I was doing something different or going about things different, maybe it could. So I'm not going to say like, it's just maybe it's me not learning enough i don't really know you know right i mean you got 10 million things going on so right. I... yeah <laughs> yeah maybe yeah if i maybe if i engage myself a little bit more maybe it'll help too <laughs> so i gotta i gotta ask this like as i mentioned before as the brand starts to evolve and everything mm-hmm. like that without saying too much what's next for you is it more shorts is it teas i, I you've leaked pictures of flannels like yeah. What's next for the brand and what's next for you as a founder as well? I think uh, one of the biggest things is that um, I've accepted early, not accepted, but, you know, have embraced that like shorts has a, a lifespan. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can't, maybe you can, but for me, I want to, I want to expand. I always said I wanted to do, uh, like a full collection and even have a fashion show. Maybe that's a goal of mine. You know what I mean? So, and that takes multiple pieces, um, whether it's tops, bottoms, uh, footwear, uh, accessories, stuff like that. So uh, eventually that's, that's something I really want to get into. Like you said, you know, we got uh, sampling flannels, some knit pieces for the winter. Um, we did uh, hats before with corduroy on them. So, you know, a bunch of different things. Uh, we, we got a lot planned for fall winter and I'll say that. Yeah. Let's just, let's just stop there before you yeah, yeah. leak too much. Um, <laughs> that's really, that's really, really dope. And like a super inspiring story. Just like, how old are you again? I'm, I just turned 22 in April. 22. And look at what you've built. Like, and, yeah. and look at how much there is to build still. So that's right. That's, yeah. That's super dope. Um, so I asked, a uh, growing number of guests this uh, just to put them on the spot. So uh, where do you think you're playing it safe right now? Ooh, playing it safe. That's a good question. Um, I feel like uh, I've turned, I wouldn't say turned down, but stopped uh, trying to, I was reaching out to some people for pop-up shops and uh, I stopped. I yeah. wanted to do one this summer and I kind of held off on it. Um, but uh, I, we're going to try to do one in the fall or winter. Yeah. So, okay. But yeah, I, I would say there. What do you think that stems from? Was that more of a, I don't know if this is the right time or did you have like a hesitancy towards it? Um, A little of both. Okay. I've always felt like they would do just fine. Um, yeah. But you know, it, we run a, Oh, I would, I would say it was a, a bigger operation and it's, it's just me and my brother who do it, uh, mostly. So, yeah. uh, it would be, a, it would be a lot to handle for just us too. And we have to find some more people and just other stuff like that. So a lot goes into it. Obviously like 
strange on purpose has evolved a lot but uh and people that are just listening there's no video version of this like mm. we both have a ton of shoes behind each other so i gotta <laughs> ask like before we go what was that first shoe since you've been reselling them before like what was that first shoe that you really fell in love with and what's a shoe that will uh never leave that collection so i would say the shoe that kind of made me like fall in love with shoes was uh the concord 11s um, okay. my my older brother had a pair and that was the shoe that he had a few well he had a bunch of pairs of shoes so but that was the pair that i was like man those are those are clean so that was a pair that did it for me and then i think the first pair of shoes that i got with my own money were the uh fire red fives in 2013 okay i, think I was in like sixth seventh grade maybe yeah that was my first pair what pair do you have your eye on next I know you're in the sauce with Lost Files, but you got to be still keeping no, up yeah. with sneakers. Oh, yeah. I just got the Panda Dunk Lows today on a restock. So. Ooh, nice. A uh, pair that I'm... Mm, I don't know. I really don't know. I kind of just buy stuff as it comes up. You know, if I yeah. see something on eBay or wherever. I actually just made a video. I'm probably going to post it right after this. Um, I was just scrolling through eBay uh, before you jumped on. Yeah, and I came across this listing. It was uh, off white Air Force One lows for a hundred dollars. I was like, "What?" So I clicked on it. They were beat to crap, and then I realized it was the left shoe only. Oh, <laughs> I was like, "Who the hell's buying this right now?" Like, <laughs> I would understand it if it was like maybe like a a desk piece. Like, I'm gonna right. just throw this on my desk, but like. It was beat to crap. Like, it looked like, oh, yeah. it was, like you were just yeah. running through the swamp in it. So, um, okay, cool. So, uh, Esteban, like, I think the coolest part about this show is that people love to check out people's work in regards to the guests and everything like that. So where can people find you? Where can people check out more about Lost Files? Hopefully pop, cop some shorts in the near future, yeah. some nets, some flannels, and everything like that. So I would say we're biggest on Instagram and Twitter. Our Instagram is lost.files.clothing. And then our Twitter is lostfiles0. So those are where we're uh, biggest on. And we post uh, just about every week on there and have releases every other week. What makes you strange on purpose? Strange on purpose. I would say uh, I've grown into really not being able, uh, not being afraid to fail. Mm. Um, really just, uh, not even seeing failure, just kind of taking it for what it is and, uh, understanding why, why I did fail or didn't fail, you know, really just putting that towards whatever I'm doing next. Bonus question. What is one thing, if somebody's listening to this, that wants to launch a brand, whether it's shorts, whether it's shoes, anything like that, what's one thing that you would tell them? Um, I really don't think you can be afraid of what people are going to uh, say about your product. I And that's probably the hardest part. And it was the part I had the toughest time like getting over before mm -hmm. kind of launching. It was um, just not being afraid anymore of what people were going to say or, you know, and a lot of it was just in my head. They, they never said anything. You know, they, it was all good but it can come around to where people don't like your stuff. You know what I mean? So just not being afraid of what people have to say and know that you're doing it because it's what you love to do. It's your art and you really like what's on 
your pieces.